like seriously that is true selflessness when you're praying for somebody that you know hey you got yourself in that mess i don't have to be here to help pull you out of it to help rebuke the demons for you but i'm here anyways let's let's be grateful and thankful for the vessels that god has used that were selfless enough to pray for you so that you could be here hey i'm amani and this is elijah and this is the Deeper Waters Podcast by Pescatus Bros. Diving right into the waters right here. <laughs> so essentially, we are here to give some sort of Gen Z Bible study, you could say, where we are here as Gen Zers, and we are here to come to you and bring God's word. We are Gen Zers. We were, we're, we're told off that we're stupid, and <laughs> we might just be validating that point right now. But anyways, going into what we were looking at earlier, we're just trying to follow that same call to be fishers of people or what we believe disciples. Simply, you could call us Piscatas Rose. What does Piscata mean? If you actually look at it, Piscato is the Spanish word for fish. And we wanted to create a name for being disciple makers, being fishers of men. And fishy dudes did not sound good. Uh, <laughs> There's a difference between fishing as a lifestyle and fishing as a hobby. And when you're living to be a disciple maker, you're pushing yourself, but when you push yourself so much, sometimes you'll you'll eventually get to that state where you, where you just start doing it. Because what, what, what would really happen if we, if we were wrong? Nothing. But if we were wrong in the other way, man, what, what, what would that life be like? 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 Welcome back to the Deeper Waters Podcast. We have been on the up and up, and I've been so excited with all the guests that we've had lined up. And right now, if you've been in church for a little bit, and especially in any UPC church, you know that the fire is coming from California. We have had one fi uh, Fire California guest in the past. We have another one coming from the same group of people and I'm so excited to introduce this prayer warrior and I know she's a prayer warrior because I've been I've been to one of these virtual meetings and there is fire so I'm gonna give her a second to introduce herself so Charity Spate if you would like to say anything Sister Charity what tell us a little bit about yourself uh hey guys it's Charity Spake from the beautiful city of San Francisco that is something I will willingly flex at every, any given moment. Um, <laughs> I have been under Pastor Mark Morgan for uh, about 11 years now. He is my bishop. And through this fasting challenge that uh, my friend Annalise Delgado started, shout out, um, I was able to, I suppose, fulfill a promise that God gave me of gathering young people, gathering my generation, Generation Z, what's up? Gathering us together for something really simple and something really important and powerful that we can often overlook and we can often, you know, not put that much value on it and that's prayer. But I think everyone, everyone knows, at least for us, if you're in church, this common knowledge the, all the revivals begin with prayer. All of the pioneers started out with prayer. Before there was 
church service. Before there was an Acts 2.38 outpouring, what was there? There was prayer. And when we get back to that, that's when we truly are the church. When we keep that the focus, that's when we are truly fulfilling the call of God. So through that fasting challenge, I was able to start these uh, Zoom prayer meetings online. Honestly, I didn't think much of it. I was like, okay, yeah, sure, why not? And from that, God just moved in our in our bedrooms, in our cars, in our churches. People would get their youth groups together for these prayer meetings. Like, hey, let's meet at the church and just join in with other people who are praying across California or even like across the United States. And from there, it just it just grew. And I'm I'm grateful to God for all that He's done. And yeah. That really excited really, about what's to come. Really <laughs> good introduction. Like you literally covered like <laughs> Almost Everything. all the questions. So you know how to introduce yourself. I know when I was at my old school, my last university, we had like a professional development type thing and intertwined with one of our business classes. And you had to give an elevator pitch. And you basically knew how to give your pitch. Like you pitched yourself. I really hate that term so well. much. It gives me more <laughs> I flashbacks. I don't, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that because it's just awkward. It's like, and then you got to stand up in the class. Hello, my name is Ronnie. Blah, 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 blah. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's really awkward. It's I mean, the worst I didn't sometimes. Say it like that, but mm-hmm. you, you knew how to introduce yourself. You must have had some <laughs> professional development. Oh, uh, no. No way. I, I just love, I just love this topic, honestly. Yes. I think that's why it flows out of me easily. So. <laughs> That th- this is important. This is probably one of the most important things you could talk about. We can show, we can pray for you, we can show you how to read the Bible, but it's another thing when you learn to do it for yourself. That's and, right. Uh, really quick, before we get into the topic, I do want to ask you: How exactly did you get involved? Like, what is your story into the Upper Zoom? I don't know if we even mentioned the exact name, but if you listen to the Annalise Delgado episode, you would know oh. that it was Upper Zoom. Oh, I listened. She's a part of. And <laughs> Upper Zoom, the, this is the 21st century Upper Room. Upper Zoom, there was so much fire in that 10 days of fasting and even Ooh, beyond. Talk about it. And literally, I remember one day, I was on my bed, I was praying and my one of my sweet mates, not my roommate, but one of my sweet mates, he knocked on the door and he just ended up barging in. He thought I was having a mental breakdown. I was like, no, dude, I, this is how I look when I pray. And this is why I had the door closed. <laughs> like, uh, But anyway, she's like, oh, yeah, I'll pray real quick. So, I mean, just a little seed plant. And I know even a couple of days after that, he was like playing refiner or something like something but some christian i was like this don't sound like yeah. the music you usually play like i was like oh, okay wow so it, i there's there's stuff that moves it, it has an impact when you pray hey, that's that's where it starts it it's contagious it really is yeah so how exactly did you get to the place like how did you end up getting over the prayer meeting i guess because oh i know you're the main one that is in oh no so you'd be you'd be <laughs> well god the is the main one sir uh, but <laughs> yes of course That's, let me correct myself <laughs> but i know you you host it you you're one of the main hosts of the prayer meeting portion honestly yeah i gotta give all the glory to god here because it started years before i ever even knew um annalise personally i got um I got a bit of a revelation of just what God's trying to do with our young people. 
um, I was praying with one of my friends, shout out to my girl, Sydney McDonald. We were praying at youth convention and I'm telling you when I'm talking like intercession, it was like just next level. We were in deep war and travail. And when I was talking to her, she was like seeing the same things that I saw. And I'm like, this is nuts because I had no idea what she was praying for. She had no idea what I was praying for. And we were praying for the exact same thing about this fire that's going to fall that we've we've been talking about. And so when that happened, I felt this little, you know, that still small voice just kind of drop something in my heart saying, you're going to gather, you're going to help gather people together to pray. I'm like, oh, what? I'm going to do what now? I don't even like gathering people together to tell them it's time to eat. I'm, I'm too nervous. I'm too shy. Um, but from that, you know, we went home. And of course, you know, when you're young, it's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be fulfilled like tomorrow. And that didn't happen. And so I waited. I waited. I'm like, God, when are you going to do this? And so Annalise texted me about this fasting challenge. She's like, hey, can you help me be the leaders uh, for this fasting challenge? And I had no idea that she felt this way as well, but I had no idea what I was doing when she asked me to do this. I'm like, okay, um, I don't like leading people. I don't look for positions where I want to tell people what to do. I'd much rather hide. <laughs> but she had told me, hey, if you're, if you're willing to help us out, and I was willing. I'm like, yeah, sure. I had... I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember all of these things. There's so many details, man. So many details. You were good. You were We good. all gathered together talking as leaders. And we were saying, hey, I mean, if we don't encourage everyone to be in prayer, then we're all just starving ourselves for 21 days. As, you know, there's just a group of 200 people starving themselves just right. for fun. Um, and so I had told them, like, hey, well, we can we can just have prayer meetings like on Zoom. I just kind of brought it up or whatever. I'm like, you know, we can just have prayer meetings on Zoom. And from that, it branched out into two um, two kind of directions. One would be the prayer meetings with the saints where we would just, you know, have that personal time. And the other one, it branched off into praying for people to get the Holy Ghost over Zoom. Oh, my goodness. Just, just great stuff, man. Just never, never put a limit on God. That's all I have to say on that. Do not ever put a limit on God. You have no idea through what means he plans to get his will done for real. Yeah. And yeah. And then from there we invited people uh, to come to these prayer meetings. People showed up and the rest is history. Honestly, we didn't have to promote or stir anything up. You know what I'm saying? about yes. you just when it was all god like you it, said, was all it was god. all god mm -hmm. and you know how it is when it's like oh yeah are you going to prayer or you invite somebody like hey do you want to come to a prayer meeting you get that initial like ooh, um do i <laughs> you know but we never really fought any of that or faced any of that everyone was just hungry to just be there and no matter what was expected no one was scared. I had a couple questions from people, but no one was like fearful of like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to go on? Everyone's just like, yes, we need to pray. And so, yeah. And now here we are.
That is so awesome. And I I didn't even know that part about the whole backstory, but you're exactly right. I know we've talked about in the past, like even with doing a P seven club, like I <laughs> I feel you when you said I didn't I didn't Lord, let this cup pass. Like I pray mm-hmm. in the background and then God goes, shoot you in the front, to the front. <laughs> and it's just like Lord, like yeah. I didn't but then it's like, Oh, I see what you your your promises do come to pass. Mm-hmm. And I do like what you said too, when you said, I thought this was gonna happen tomorrow. I know we yeah. just talked the last podcast. I thought something was gonna happen forever. And it's like God's timing is not your time at all. Mm-hmm. But he will yeah. fulfill every single promise. But without further ado, I will turn Elijah over so we can kick off We've already talked. We've already we've we already in the <laughs> topic. We haven't even got to the verse yet. But I'll have Elijah go ahead and introduce what these definitions of of what we're talking about when we what we mean when we say prayer and versus intercession. What do we mean by that? So, like you just said, we're talking about prayer versus intercession, and the definition that we have for prayer is a solemn request for help or expression of thanks addressed to God or an object of worship, a religious service, especially a regular one, at which people gather in an order to pray together, an earnest hope or wish. So that's the definition of prayer. The definition that we have for intercession is the action or an inter- intervening on behalf of another, the action of saying a prayer on behalf of another person. This also includes the spirit praying within us and for us. And we have our first scripture actually in Romans eight twenty six and 27. And it goes in, it says, and the Holy Spirit leads us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groans that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father, who knows all hearts, knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. Man, I I actually, I know I I was talking with somebody the other day and I I say this a lot, but I love this scripture. Um, verse 26, just because I, I have it highlighted in my um, um, iPad Bible, and I don't highlight a lot of stuff on there. I usually do personal highlights, but I, I, I highlighted that because it, I love the picture. It helps us in our weakness. And it, says, it gives an example. We don't know what God wants us to pray for. The Holy Spirit prays for us instead. It comes through groanings. I mean, God is praying for us. We may not know what's going on. And there may be something wrong with us that we can't even really explain. But like we talked about in this last episode that we just did in our podcast, there's things going on in the unknown, the unseen realm that we don't know about, that it causes us to be weak. And we don't know how to fight those things. That's when we let God intercede through us and have those groanings coming from us exactly and this kind of just dropped in my mind as you were reading that but the definition of intercession it's standing in the gap something is always standing in the gap and we will amplify on that as we go on but interceding it's not only standing in the gap for other people but it really starts Mm. God already reached his hand out it starts with you because God his hand's been reached out you just didn't see it you didn't see his hands reach out. His hand has reached out to the devil worshiper. His hand has reached out to the person on the side of the street. His hand has reached out to the person in the back of your classroom. It's reached out to everyone. Mm. So it starts with you. 
reaching out back out to him. It starts with you because when you open up, then he's able to intercede for you. And then once he starts mm-hmm. interceding any for you, he starts interceding through you. And once he's interceding through you, you are then interceding for others. Yeah. The love starts with God yeah. and you return that love mm-hmm. to God. And then once you return that love to God, then you start to show that love to others. It's just the first commandment yeah. is to love God. And then when you start to love God, mm-hmm. you naturally start to love mm-hmm. people. When you start to love God, and I will keep saying this every episode, John fourteen fifteen and John fifteen fourteen both say that the love of God is shown through obedience. So once you're obedient, say, no, I'm not perfect, but I will turn to you and I, I submit. I accept you. I accept all your intercessions. I accept your prayers. I accept what your will is for my life, even though I cannot see it. Once you return that love to God, then God's love can be shown through you. That that's that's where it starts. It starts with you. It starts with you accepting the call from God, accepting not even the call for your ministry, just accepting God in your life. That's where intercession starts. The Holy Spirit is then able to have the capacity to move when you open that door. But it starts with you. It starts with you. I'm getting emotional over here. <laughs> my goodness, preach, preacher. Oh my word. <laughs> The musicians can come. I think we're done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I When I was compiling my notes for this, I was like, no, I'm not going to read their notes. I'm going to I'm gonna do my best to compile my own. And you guys saved all the same verses that I saved. And I think just kind of piggybacking off of what you said, just fulfilling that first commandment, that when you – allow the love of God to flow out of you in its most perfect and pure form. It's so selfless. Intercession can be so selfless and it can, it can take a toll. Um, I've talked to many like known intercessors or just prayer warriors, people of faith who've done it for a long time and it will take a toll and it will be a little bit draining, but all of them have told me like, this is what I meant to do because it's not, you know, it's not just your own human love that you're pouring out out of your own, you know, goodness and kindness. You're pouring out God's love and that's infinite and you will, you will never run out of that, you know? And I think that's one of the things to keep in mind when you're going about, okay, I'm going to pray, but I want to get into intercession. It's not going to be about your care and your love for somebody that's gonna, you know what I'm saying? That's gonna be poured out on these people. It's God's love. So, yeah. <laughs> right, that, that, that's exactly what it is. It's, it's love, it's what it is, and it's yeah. true love. It's not this mm-hmm. false, evil, false wisdom love, false earthly love that is not love at all. No, true mm-hmm. love, it, it takes something. It takes something from yeah. both ends. It's actually, it's not, oh, I just want you to set me. Oh, I just want you, you just stamp your approval and move on. No, it's not that type of love. Mm-hmm. I'm investing yeah. in and I'm getting invested in back. It's a, it's it's a two-way yeah. street. It's mm-hmm. very much a two-way street. I, I really, this this podcast already, we we, we, we just hit the first Come verse on. and just, <laughs> whoa, whoa, this is, it's our, the, everything is moving. And going right into the next verse. So picking up and 
1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 6, starting with verse 1, it says, I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and indignity. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. For there is one God and one mediator who can reconcile humanity and the man Christ Jesus. He gave his life to purchase freedom for everyone. This is the message God gave the world at just the right time. There's so much stuff that we've already talked about that are right here. Divine timing. It happened when it needed to happen. Additionally, we prayer is so important. We have to intercede on that's that's following Christ's way. Christ's way. He showed us how to intercede. He showed how to love others. And now we have to intercede on their behalf. And I like what it said too. It talked about even interceding for the authorities. We look at American politics. Look at politics. I don't care if you look left or right. You better look up because you. It, it's a mess. And, but Can the I thing slap is, that on a bumper sticker? My goodness. Yes. Don't let left or right look up. That's on period. Because <laughs> yeah. you got you got to look up. But the thing is, even in the Old Testament, when the Israelites were going to exile, their well-being was based on how they treated the people that they were in exile with. Their well-being, when they went to Babylon, when the Persians took over, when the Greeks took over, they had to still pray for them, even though the, even though not everything was perfect. But when they would pray, even when they got thrown in the lion's den, even when they got thrown in a furnace, even when other stuff would happen, when they started to pray, God still showed out and proved to the other people, even if they didn't serve completely right. And even if they didn't live a perfect life, they knew who was the true God. They knew. But how was how did that start with love? With love, and that was before Jesus even showed us the perfect way. They didn't even have the Holy Spirit like we have the Holy Spirit now, but they still knew that I could pray, that I can fast, and the situation will change. Your prayers matter. It can change something for your neighbor. It can change something all the way to the highest power, in the spirit or in the flesh. That's why we have to pray for all. That intercession is something that God taught us. And then I, another one more thing in verse five, it said, God, there's only one mediator. That's Jesus. And Jesus is the fullness of the Godhead. He's the fullness of God. So Jesus, he's, he's the reason why we we have this connection. Why would, why would we just get connected and not connect others, try to connect others? He showed us the way through his life to purchase freedom for everyone. So if they're not living in freedom, pray for them that they will get that freedom. That's the whole purpose. That was the good news. That is the gospel in a nutshell. We need to make sure that we are not just praying. And there's a difference. There's a difference between just the normal prayer and an intercession. We need to be just like prayer and Jesus in our prayer and in our worship. We need to be just like Jesus. And becoming more like Jesus is not focusing on yourself, but looking up to God. And when you see God, when you look up to God and ask for his view, he sees everything. So when you look to God, you see everything else. That's the only way that you can see things in the truth of what they are. It's through a God point of view, through faith and through intercession. That That's yeah. the way. That's the way, the truth, and the only way mm. to live. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and every episode we bring it to a point where we make sure we talk about being disciple makers because at the end of the day, that's the message we want to get across is how to be a disciple maker, how to disciple people. And honestly, this is what God's showing us. God is showing us how to pray. He's showing us how to intercede. And and we're talking about how selfless this is. We need to show this to others. We need to make sure that we bring this to others. But so many times in this world, everything in this world is selfish. Everyone in the world wants to be selfish. It's for me, myself, and I. I want what's going to make right, what's going to be right for me. And it's so important to introduce this to people that we're talking to, people we're trying to disciple, people we're just... We're just trying to bring in, whether it's whether it's just shaking a hand and saying hello, if you're just trying to be nice to them, to make sure that we take time and intercede for these people because they don't know what's in this world today. They don't know what the things that are attacking them are. And when we're going and we're being those, those people that are shining God's light towards them, we need to make sure that we're interceding for them, that they don't even know what's coming their way. But we're there and... We're saying, God, please help them out. Show them the way. Let me be a light to them. Let me be that for them. Yeah, they don't know about us. <laughs> I like what you said. They don't know what's coming. And you can even refer to the last podcast. I'm not going to repeat the same exact thing. But the prayers that you pray for people, the words that you say, even the specific requests that you make. I, I mentioned the thing with the professor and his fear. And how that changed overnight, bruh. I, I was like, yeah. could you do this, wow. please? Could you make his gloves disappear? And I was like, honestly, that ain't never going to happen. <laughs> Literally the next day. He had, he still had that whole yeah. pack. Yeah. Gone. The next day. And I was like, I came in class and boom. But your prayers matter. Your prayers matter. You shift things in the spirit when you're praying. Oh it, my it's goodness. essential. It's essential. It was It was crazy. And it's it's the air that we're breathing. I mean, I hate to put it like that, but it's like it's like our lungs, man. Our prayer life, literally, mm-hmm. like our lungs. Amen. You're taking in, taking in the Lord, and breathing Him out. I mean, if that makes any sort of sense, I you're love speaking that. what He wants you to speak. Yeah. You're taking Him in and then speaking what He wants you to speak. Um, Elijah, thank you so much for bringing up discipleship because it literally links to what I was going to mention about these verses because I, I read this and it can be a bit overwhelming, just that first verse. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. All of these things, right? Um, if you're somebody that is not familiar with church culture, if you're listening to this right now, not familiar with how church works or any of things like that, and you feel overwhelmed about the idea of prayer, I've noticed that this is such a big wall for a lot of people, especially my my fellow introverts. It's like, okay, I don't know mm. what to say. I literally do not know what to say. What do I say? Do I say hallelujah 40,000 times? It's like, no, you don't have to. What's daunting a little bit about these verses is that when you're new to all this, this seems like a lot. But the the one thing that I am going to take um, from the word that I have also personally applied to my life and that I have seen results is to find somebody that has a prayer life, preferably someone that's just a little bit older than you, that's been in this for a while. Link up with someone that has a prayer life. And the reason why I say that is because Jesus' disciples, they saw him pray. They saw him intercede. They saw him sweat blood 
over leaving his will at the altar to go to the cross to do what he had to do that he really didn't in his humanity didn't want to do like like you said let this cup pass but he had to fulfill that and they saw him pray they learned from the great intercessor how to intercede so i encourage you if you don't know how to pray please link up with somebody that i don't know that you think has a good prayer life, talk to your pastor, pastor's wife, whatever, and say, can I just pray with you? Can I just listen to you pray? Pray with them, not just on Sundays, but on the days like outside of that, that you can just listen to like them pray, you know, outside of all of the emotion of Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Pray with them in those quiet moments. Pray with them whenever you have like downtime. I just, yeah, sometimes that's like the best thing to be able to cure that um that anxiety honestly that's that's how i did it that's how i was able to um kind of put that fear to rest like for good was being able to link up with somebody that knows how to pray to get to a point where okay i'm not just going to be repeating the words that they're saying i'm going to glean from their strategy of how they remove all of their flesh and the focus on the world and be able to tune out, learn how they tune out the world so I can learn how to tune out the world so I can be able to hear God clearly. Because everyone's prayer life, oh, I'm, I'm rambling. I'm so sorry. No, but you there's are good. Just, that's what we do here. <laughs> yeah. you are this good. is in alignment with literally everything that's going on right now uh, in our lives personally for me and my family. So I just, I'm really passionate about it. But my bishop literally said this past Sunday, get your own prayer life. Because as, as good as it is to link up with somebody and learn from somebody, you got to get your own thing. Some people, they pray at 4 a.m. Some people, they pray at 2 a.m. because they've been awake the rest of the day and they're not going to be up until 11 a.m. the next day or whatever it is. Get your own prayer life. Be it, Have that person with you to be able to glean from and learn from. But at the end of the day, you got to have your own thing. Get your own. That that's that's yeah. you have to. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. you have to get your own mm-hmm. security <laughs> card. You have to get your own birth oh, certificate. Talk about you it. have to get your. So, what mm-hmm. makes you think you're not going to do that in the spirit? What she said here, uh, she mm. was talking about how it's good to get an example. His disciples, the people who were getting trained to in the way, they saw, they saw it, and no. We don't pray to be seen, but we have to be seen praying. We have to be seen mm, praying. Don't be afraid to pray. Now, don't just pray when you're seen. You need to pray more when you're not seen. Because honestly, when you can come to a, a rally. You can come to an event and start praying and all that. And you, you can lay hands on somebody. Oh, sickness leave. Sickness leave. Oh, receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost. Or... You can invest all that time before, and then when you show up to the event, this is nothing new. God already, you already in line with God. So when it's time to go, it's time to go. I'm already sensitive. And then another thing she said, make sure you have a good example if you don't know what to do. If you don't know what to do, first of all, it's it's talking to God. Because when you grow up, as you grow up, it, it, it says you're born into Christ. You're born into Christ. You're born of the water and of the spirit. Once you become born, you have to grow. You have to grow. And we talked about that. And as you grow, you see an example. You learn to talk first with your parents, with your with your father and with your mm-hmm. mother. And you So you learn to talk to God and you learn from the people that are around you and your family that are close by. But then after that, you learn to talk to anybody. 
You learn to talk to anybody. You learn to talk for anybody. You learn to talk too much. You learn to talk too much by the time you hit like three or four. You talk too much. But you, you is this no a call out? My goodness. There's no talking too much. <laughs> you the thing is, once you get a real, real prayer life, you get to a point to where it's like I don't have enough time. Like I'm a I'm about it it it, it 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 you have to get to that point to where you love to pray as much as you love to talk. Because those words matter way more than any other words we say now we need to be careful with all our words don't get me wrong but those words that you say in communication to god it affects everything else everything else that affects your ability to say things when you're not directly talking to god but you're doing the work for god when you prophesy like i said there's not i'm not talking about uh i see i say i see a uh in the future you have a car no i'm not talking about that prophecy i'm talking about that ezekiel prophecy where you are able to command something in the unseen world you're able to pray for somebody and see it come to pass and you may not see it right now but you may see it way down the line you may see it it's not going to happen in your time but you have to learn to have that communication you're growing that's this is what you are you're growing you always grow mm-hmm. and as you grow one more thing as you grow with the anointing i, I know i i've actually grown to like the other definition better than the first one when we did that anointed versus appointed episode the first versus series go check it out if you haven't but and that i know at first i didn't like the translation where it talked about the fat breaking i like the anointing better but and I think it's still important. I think both actually work very well for different reasons. But as you grow, it says the fat on your neck will break the yoke. So as you grow, you're naturally going to break things. So you have to grow because when you grow, you're naturally going to. This is nothing new. This is this is actually just naturally happened. I didn't even have to try it because I was just growing. But if you're not growing, you're not going to naturally break yokes. But if you want that anointing on your life, you have to grow because as you grow, it's just going to. There's some stuff, you know, you're going to get blessed to have. But if you just pray and you get that connection and you grow, you are naturally going to break yokes. You are naturally, naturally going to speak and change the atmosphere. I'm not willing. I'm not really interested in the whole preacher's asthma. I'm not really interested in the whole sing that little riff. No, that's great. And that is good. And you need to do the best. You need to do your best. (laughs) (laughs) you need to do your best in everything you do i'm not against all that but the thing is that doesn't change anything all that does is administer to our senses i want to minister to what's actually going on the things that we cannot see and that may not sound good that you may sound terrible when you sing you may not sound that great you may not sound all like amazing when you preach or when you speak to people but that's not where things happen things happen in the unseen so if you have the faith and you've grown, you've grown, you've invested the time in prayer. You have to invest. If you sow corruption, you will reap corruption. But if you sow righteousness, what do you, what, what, what do you think you're going to reap? You're going to reap righteousness. reap that righteousness. Yes. So you have to make sure that you are growing. And some, a lot of the stuff, you don't even have to ask for it. It's going to be natural when you are aligned and you are growing. That, that's what it takes. That's what it takes. Yeah, absolutely. And um, going into the next set of verses that we have in James 5, 13 through 18. And it starts, it says, Are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. 
or any of you sick, you should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other, and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Elijah was a human as we are, and yet when we pray, when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, no rain fell for three and a half years. Then he prayed again, and the sky sent down rain, and the earth began to wield its crops. I know we were literally talking about this as leading to this part of scripture, everything we've said today, but it says he was a normal person. Elijah was a human, but when he prayed earnestly to God, rain did not fall for three and a half years because he knew the connection he had with God. He said, when this man, this just normal human being took the time and said, you know what? I'm praying for the rain not to fall. It did not fall. And as soon as he prayed, the rain fell down. And I actually love this story of Elijah because it's so amazing and we don't realize it when you're when you're doing it. Because if you ever read parts of the Bible, you hear Bible stories, but when you actually read the Bible through is when you actually realize how close everything is to each other. Elijah fought the prophets of Baal. And just as soon as he fought the prophets of Baal, immediately after, he goes up on top of this area and he says, check to see if there's rain. And then the rain comes. And then there's another part in the Bible, which which is so funny. We skip over it so much. Elijah runs faster than a chariot. It says he ran. and he So he had super speed. This man in the Bible had super speed. See, obviously he's my favorite because he has my name. So he's my favorite person in the Bible. Second to Jesus. So I'll get into that. <laughs> but, but, can you run? Can you run uh, like that? No, though? I wish. I, I wish. <laughs> Okay, he almost got oh, caught man, up I by wish. a chariot. <laughs> you yeah, want to? You want to tell <laughs> us? You wanna, there oh, was a, there was a time, time where oh, we were no. going to Cane. <laughs> that was the first mistake. We should have went to Chick Fil A. No, I'm just kidding. We we, we don't have, have a Chick Fil A near <laughs> us. But we were going to Cane's with some friend, oh, a friend, goodness. and we started. We were at a road, so there's no way to cross the street. And we didn't feel like driving across the street just to go to Cane's when we were right across from the mall. So, so we were about to start walking, and Elijah oh just runs God. out, and then he stops in the road, and then because there's a car that was coming, and then he starts to turn back, and then he starts oh to go no. back, and it was just the best. And it was just like Brother, a busy road. Oh my gosh! <laughs> this, he didn't is, this is sad. This is this, this is, is not is... the first time that has happened because when I was younger, my family took a trip to Texas, and I'm four years old, and we're crossing the street, and my flip flop falls off. And four-year-old me thinks, I don't want to get in trouble with my, my mom, so I got to go run back. And so I let go of my mom's hand, and I run back for the flip-flop. And no. I almost get hit by let a truck. Let it go. Oh, my goodness. That flip-flop was not worth it. But it's not, man, clearly. I, <laughs> but all this you were not threatened by yeah. oncoming oh, no. traffic. You were not Jesus threatened. Has me. Come on. Come he was on. trying Jesus to be me. Elijah. He wanted to get caught up <laughs> in an iron cherry. <laughs> caught a car. <laughs> caught a Subaru. <laughs> caught a Tesla. Oh my he was trying goodness. to get caught up in a chariot. But I was not no. trying to be like, hopefully not. <laughs> But seriously, <laughs> this is this is such a good example 
we need to make sure that the words you say, the things, your connection to God, it matters. Your intercession yeah. for people matters. You can cause the actions of evil, the bless, the the stuff that's going on, to stop, and you can cause good things to happen in your prayer based on your connection. Connection starts, and then intercession flows after that. And just a little anecdote, just to pivot off to the side for just a little second here, Moses. He interceded for Israel in Exodus. Uh, I want to read this really briefly and then tie it right back into the scripture. So picking up in verse 11, it said, But Moses tried to pacify the Lord his God. O Lord, he said, Why are you so angry with your own people whom you brought from the land of Egypt with such great power and with such a strong hand? Why let the Egyptians say their God rescued them with the evil intention of slaughtering them in the mountains and wiping them from the face of the earth. Turn away from your fierce anger. Change your mind about this terrible disaster you have threatened against your people. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You bound yourself with an oath to them saying, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars of heaven and I will give them all this land I have promised to your descendants and they will possess it forever. So the Lord changed his mind. He about the terrible disaster he had threatened to bring upon his people. And then Moses turned and went down from the mountain and he held in his hands the two stones inscribed with the covenant. And this 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 passage right here, it, it shows that you can stand in the gap even for somebody who's doing wrong. Even when somebody deserves death, even when somebody deserves an overdose, even when somebody deserves for something bad to happen, they're cruising for the bruising. But you can stand in the gap. This happened in the Old Testament. Moses did not have the Holy Ghost in him. He's had it upon him. He's had his face glowing, but he didn't have what he had, we have today. But he was so passionate about his people that he was willing to have his own name blotted out from the names book of life now that's not actually possible that's not actually possible I'm sorry if you want to do all that you can't actually do that but he was that passionate he's like put my life down he this is almost like a christophany almost like not now this isn't christ but this is the kind of love lay my life down to save them lay my life down for their sakes that that's the kind of love that we need we need to have that kind of love to where we are praying and interceding this is the type of love that we need to have this type of love allows us to intercede the, just going back to that scripture in james uh 5 and 15 it says such prayer offered in faith will heal the sick and the lord will make you well and if you have committed any sins you will be forgiven you have to pray the prayers of a righteous person. No, we don't become righteous by ourselves, but by the connection that makes us righteous. That's why the devil hates every time you connect to him, every time you praise, every time. Now you can praise a pointless praise. You can praise because there's a lot of church that get to huck a buck in. They get to run in the aisles. They get to rolling on the floor. They get to that CCM swinging their hands back and forth and their hair swaying back and forth and the devil tacking them. They bound by depression. They doing all this stuff, but they, they it looks nice. But the reason why that praise doesn't mean anything is because they're not connected outside of that. That praise either elevates or it retracts. And it starts with your prayer life. 
That, that amplifies everything else. If you don't have a connection to God, this is something that happened in the Old Testament with Jeremiah. The people of Israel like, We're, your temple's here. Look, this is amazing. We have the church. We have it built. But they had the temple. They had literally had a statue of Baal in the temple. They literally were doing all sorts of bad stuff. And Jesus was like, you're going to get destroyed. Because I don't care if you're coming and having a nice church service for me. If you're doing this, if you're going to come one day out of the week and the rest of the six other days, you're not going to connect to me. That's why your prayer mm. is so important. The compromise prayer, ain't cute. It's not. <laughs> amen. That You need to have that prayer connection to him. And then, then only then you cannot just oh I, I love you but only with lip service that prayer that continual prayer and worship in the way that you live allows your intercession to mean something the prayers that you pray for other people to mean something that's why you have to return that love as i mentioned earlier we told you what love is obedience a pointless praise a pointless prayer is only a prayer of somebody that doesn't have faith and somebody that's not obedient i'm sorry you it have is, some is. things you have to do that you're not gonna want to do but when you are obedient god will reward you exceeding and abundantly above all you can ask or think both in the natural but beyond that in the joy that you can get here in the spirit this is this is what we're doing this for but we need to make sure that we are connected this is the power of prayer and you look like you got something to say i'm about to turn it over to you because i know she just got a fire word probably a rhema word it's just something that last thing i promise no no <laughs> we don't want this to be your last thing we got like two more verses so oh my word back to that everything that you had just said tying back to that verse um romans chapter eight twenty seven maketh intercession he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of god i do not see anywhere in the bible where somebody's interceding outside of the will of god that is his will being Preach. spoken out of you that is what his desires are being spoken out of you whether in a heavenly language or even even in your earthly language whatever it is as long as it's his will being prayed out of you it it covers it covers all of the other it checks all the other boxes the, that effectual that fervency that righteousness that that are required to be able to, to to allow our prayers to avail much the only way that it's going to avail anything <laughs> is if it's within truly within the will of god is it effectual? Is it fervent? Is it righteous? I mean, I can't think of anything wow. more perfect than that, than the will of God, than the word of God, than what he wants. So, yeah, that was the only thing I wanted to throw in there. <laughs> no, no, that was but, yeah. perfect. I, we actually just getting right past that. <laughs> like, you mm -hmm. hit that on the nail. It's only in the will of God. That's why you have to have a connection. Because this is some stuff that we want. And He, as he renews our heart, he starts to fulfill the new desires in our heart. But it's only within his will. But as his will becomes our will, as his will becomes our will, that's when stuff starts to happen that we want. Because it's his will in the first place. It wasn't our will to begin with. It's him. But you have to have a connection to know what he wants. And it's like, oh, I know he wants a minister here. I know he wants to see that person heal. I know he wants to do this. And I know he has more that he wants to do than I can even think of. Oh, I know he true. has more he wants to do than what I even can see and what i've seen before they jesus said greater works than these greater works than these 
we there's no there's no cap outside out of what of God has planned. There is planned. no cap, my friend. <laughs> there's no cap, no, no line either. First. Don't ca- don't <laughs> cap, don't. But seriously, there's no limit. <laughs> there is no limit on what God can do if you're connected to Him, because it's gonna be His will anyway. It's gonna be His will anyway. I exactly. really love that though. Mm. I we completely according mm. to His will. According. Yeah. It's just, I just want to encourage whoever's listening to this or going to be listening to this. It actually does happen where your will and his will, well, you die out to your will, obviously, but where when you fulfill his will, it almost feels like all of your dreams are coming true, if that makes any sort of sense. Like doing his will is the most fulfilling thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we want control. We want power. We want to be able to, you know, like, it was like you were saying, just being able to have that relationship with him, it really does change who you are. Being in a relationship with anybody, whether you're strong mentally or not, will change you. And being in a relationship with God, talking to him, having that daily prayer life having that daily connection it changes you and I just want to encourage whoever's listening you will be surprised and satisfied with the change I know it can be a little scary to be to see yourself become something that you never thought you could be it's like wow I didn't I didn't think I was capable of any of this but all glory to him but it is possible and it is real that you can be within the will of God and it literally feel like everything you've ever wanted and more. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, and she, she said, this literally just segue right into the next scripture. Ephesians 6, 18 says, Pray in the Spirit at all times on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere we we have to be consistent with it we can say a little prayer but we also need to make sure that we're praying we stay connected if you have an opportunity to pray pray i know there's a time in class i kind of like didn't get as much time in prayer and i was just sitting there like i'm out here looking at calculus but i just want to pray right now like listen calculus is the time to pray (laughs) you really (laughs) intercede for me to i got through trigonometry that was Wow, I I thought I was done with math and I changed majors and now it's like all math and I'm like I thought I was done not just I I finished before I got to college (laughs) then I had a whole year without math and now like I'm practically like two classes away from being a dual major with computer science and math so that was just the plan but it, it you you in all seriousness you have to pray at all times you have to pray for his will and I, I like what we, we were talking about earlier when you have the spirit living within you it's your mind is no longer going to be conformed to the ways of this world but it's going to be renewed by what what did Ephesians six eighteen just say it's a pray in the spirit at all times it's through his holy spirit that this happens it's through his holy spirit that our mind is no longer conformed to the way that the world thinks but that it is renewed and then as it gets renewed we start to get fulfillment through what God is doing. I mean, we get fulfillment as soon as we get in his presence, but you really start to be like, oh, like I actually want this. Instead of wanting this money, I want to see 
that many people come to church. Instead of wanting this car, I want to be the vehicle that God uses to get the will done. Instead of wanting this item, mm -hmm. I want to be the vessel that has the light, and I want to see more vessels come into the church. When your eyes start to change off of the things that are in this world, mm -hmm. it changes to something in the spirit, but it starts with that connection. Prayer yeah. turns into intercession. His, you connecting to him is intercession because when you pray in the spirit, that is God interceding through you. And then you begin to do that yourself because there's a difference between praying in tongues and prophesying. There's a difference. There's a praying without understanding. And she talked about it. And I know this for a fact. When you pray for people every day and you don't see that change, or even if you do, you start to get exhausted. That's why you need to connect back to God because when you pray in tongues, you are edifying your spirit. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you prophesy and you start to pray for other people and you start to speak into other people's situations and start to speak into situations, you're praying with understanding that your connection with God, you're not always going to understand everything, but you can understand the assignment. Do you understand the assignment <laughs> that God has given you? But you don't know it if you don't Come pray. You have to pray to understand the assignment. That's, that's, just, that's just the way it is. You have to, when you're connected, you understand that you start to understand the assignment. No, you don't know everything. And you get, <laughs> I see you dancing, Elijah. I understand the assignment, <laughs> whatever that, I don't even know the songs, but it's just like, it's on either. Instagram too much. It's and it's like, but you understand the assignment when you are connected. That's the only way though. It, that's where we get renewed is in our prayer. And I know some people are like, oh, well, tongues is just a gift. Well, let me tell you, wisdom's a gift. There's a gift of faith. But we all have wisdom. We all are supposed to have faith. We are all supposed to have certain things. So when it comes to tongues too, that there's, there's a gift. And if you've seen it in church, you know, you know, there's a difference. There's an edifying for the church gift, but there's a certain part where your spirit is groaning and you're, you are truly connected and you don't even fully understand that that is for everybody. That is different than the other the the gift the, the not the sign i'm talking about the gift like the gift of wisdom some people have the gift of knowledge we're all supposed to have knowledge coming to god is knowledge understanding the fear of the lord is knowledge but you when we when you you may have a gift to where you know certain things that was only supernatural that's a different thing and there's a different thing with tongues and that's why it's important that's why it's important you can receive it because when you're praying in tongues you're praying without understanding because jesus that's when jesus is interceding for you and through you and then after that when you start to prophesy and you start to intercede you under you, you understand you're praying with understanding it says i pray i sing in the spirit but i also sing with understanding i pray in the spirit but i also pray mm -hmm. with understanding but the only way you can come to understanding is understanding the fear of the lord that i need to respect the lord i need to be connected to the lord because that's the only place where i'm going to get knowledge that's the only place where i can get understanding the only way that i know what my purpose and my calling in life is is through that connection that's why you have to be in the spirit at all times and that doesn't mean you have to be praying to tongues or doing all this stuff all day long but having that mindset continually have god continually on your mind see look around oh that person looks fearful that person looks sad that person looks depressed say a little prayer right there it doesn't take all that every single time god will quicken you as you get closer to him and you get familiar with his voice it's understanding that you get through prayer 
to pass on the elementary things to start interceding and to start prophesying prophecy does not come immediately that's something you have to grow into and not everybody reaches that level and i'm not talking about you know i'm talking about the prophecy where you're commanding the prophecy where you're interceding that's what i'm talking about that that takes a connection first you have to be connected first in order for that to happen pray at all times absolutely and as we're going into our last scripture we have for this episode today it is romans 8 34 through 39 and it says who then will condemn us no one for christ jesus died for us and was raised to life for us and he is sitting in the place of honor as god's right hand leading pleading for us can anything ever separate us from the Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or pers- or are perse- persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the scripture says, for your sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, no despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through christ who loved us and i am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from god's love neither death nor life nor angels nor demons neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow not even the powers of hell can separate us from god's love no power in the sky above or in the earth below indeed Nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. This is about the love of Christ. This is what his spirit is. And this is what his spirit does through us. This is our connection to Christ. We are loved by him and nothing can separate us from that love that he has for us. exactly this is he showed us the way the the prayer normal prayer and i had to unmute myself for a second it took me a second to get to that tab but prayer when you're praying that is you showing your love to christ and him you're connecting to him but then when you pass beyond and you start to show the love Mm -hmm. of christ that is where intercession comes in that's where a lot of power comes through like we were just talking about this is love that's what intercession is prayer is your love for christ that's the first commandment intercession is the second commandment prophecy is that second commandment where you are showing that love of christ and you are acting in that love in christ and that you are walking within that love of christ and i i see i could see i know i know cherry got something something right now she's like no you know i don't do i she's like do i look no i, I want to give charity something I, I know she got her notes and i promise you she she got listen. some fire she about to spit she about to spit listen um first of all i was like flipping out over here because of what you said how that prayer is the fulfillment of that first commandment. This is our love for God. And intercession is the fulfillment, or it can be described as the fulfillment of that second commandment. Loving your neighbor, that selflessness. Oh my goodness. I just... 
I'm sorry. There's like, so I am like the queen of awkward pauses. So forgive me. Do you know like that whole, yeah. just like the three dots? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The three about. dots. <laughs> um, yes. That just has those three dots because that's my brain 90% of the time. I feel, I feel you. I'm, I'm overwhelmed because I don't even know. I can't even begin to think of who all has prayed for me. Prayed for me wow. to exist. Prayed mm. for me to be he- born healthy. Prayed for me to take my first steps. Prayed for me to know who God is. Prayed for me to get through an awful situation. Prayed for me to get out of the situation that I caused myself. Can you believe that people pray pray for people that selflessness praying when like seriously that is true selflessness when you're praying for somebody that you know hey you got yourself in that mess you know I don't have to be here to help pull you out of it to help rebuke the demons for you but I'm here anyways right so I guess that's just something to take into consideration sorry my alarm's going off my bed to take into consideration Let's let's be grateful and thankful for the vessels that God has used that were selfless enough to pray for you so that you could be here doing a podcast about prayer, that you could be here doing a P7 or that you could be. That's what I have to add. I'm just overwhelmed. <laughs> That's amazing. That's I know it cut out God, man. just a tad bit, but she's right there's somebody who prayed for you to be where you are today like it's not just you there's some things you received that was not your prayer that was somebody else's prayer for you to be blessed and she was just i really really was touched by what she said when she said there's a lot of times where people prayed what about all those prayers that i don't even know about that i don't even know about and i i know i just kind of touched on this a little bit about two episodes ago it was don't drag your sin along where we talked about not being patrick and dragging your big old rock of your past along with you. <laughs> and <laughs> within all that I, I know i mentioned briefly where there was a point in time where i wasn't mad at other people it wasn't even that i was like bitter with other people my love my love was growing cult with god because i was letting the devil come into my life and after i gave my gave god a deadline i was like god you know if you don't deliver like if you don't and the thing was it wasn't his fault and i know it wasn't just looking back because i wasn't trying but i was like god just change your mind immediately but i wasn't even willing to put in the minimal effort for him to change my mind i wasn't praying as much as i knew i should not there's a point in my life where i've read the bible a lot and i didn't pray and there was a dynamic difference when you start a prayer life it's not enough just to read and it's not enough to just pray you need to have both and you need to do it continually but i knew at this point in my life what what it meant to have a prayer life and i knew that god was real but i wasn't getting what i wanted but i wasn't focused on his will i wasn't focused on his will and i kind of reached a point to where it's like you know what i'm just gonna do what i want to do i'm gonna do what i want to do for a second because you're not i gave you a deadline you didn't meet my timeline and Mm -hmm. i deliberately tried i was trying to send y'all and literally it didn't even work i mean don't get me wrong i wasn't like feeling the joy of the lord during this time 
but like literally I was trying to get into different things and it, it literally went to naught. It, it it didn't even it was frustrated every every time and it wasn't just one day it was a whole week two week span of me trying and it didn't mm. it didn't work like it, it it didn't even make logical sense how at the, the amount of effort i put in i'm not talking about like just trying to genuinely walk out and try to genuinely do stuff i never did before it it it, it didn't happen and i had to there's no way that it was definitely God. It was definitely an angel frustrating those plans. It was definitely a prayer, even of just my parents alone. But I know I've heard in prayer meetings, I've heard people praying for, I've heard people who I don't even talk to praying for me and for other people and for even Elijah and his family and for all sorts of people who don't even talk to us like that. The prayers you make could be what Moses did interceding for somebody a whole group of people who deserve to be destroyed that deserve to have this bad thing happen to them your prayers could be the one thing that stops that your prayers change change can change your whole destiny and you have to be sensitive enough that's why you have to walk in that love and I'm so thankful for that because I should not be in church right now if I'm being genuinely, genuinely, genuinely honest, I could sit up here and fake like I've had a perfect life. And I mean, I had a pretty decent life compared to some other people. And don't get me wrong, but I'm talking about with my walk with God. If I'm being genuinely honest, if it weren't for God, <laughs> gone, gone, like not just gone, 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 like but but god hey and, we can't we can't throw stones bro <laughs> yes and it, it, the thing is the good thing that came out of that is that i am humbled i am able to see that without god you can you can make fun of anybody's sin but without god you there's no telling what type of sin that you'll get into there's no type of telling where your reprobate mind will take you there's no telling when you don't have when you were especially when you come to god and you reject his will you start to open yourself up to stuff and there's no telling what type of stuff you will get into but god still loved me through that and he as long as you're breathing and as long as you still have a second that grace is still here for you you still have an opportunity and that's why it matters when you show that love and pray for others because others may be going through that and when you, if you go through something like that hopefully you don't have to go through that but be humble be humbled by that and know that oh i do absolutely 125 percent need to be connected to god i need his love and i need to return that love and when you get to that place when you start to pray for people and you pray from a humble heart not that i'm better than them and i'm just this great spiritual person no you you could have just been just as bad out of church as the person you're praying for even at any moment any given moment as soon as you disconnect there's no telling where you'll fall off too but as long as you are connected you are able to show that love as long as you're receiving that love you can give that love you have to be willing to receive it we talked about that vessel when it's broken on the ground and god could either renew it or he can throw it away at that point if you give into that love then you are able to receive his love but if you don't give into that love then you're going to just stay broken the 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 things that are come out when you're broken they're gonna leave but your skin your flesh that can heal that's why we have to be 
connected to God. And even when we fall, we need to be willing to accept that love. It's all about the love of Christ. It's all about that good news. And we need to stay connected to God. And just as we're preparing to close out, and this is just such a powerful episode, I do want to turn it over to Charity and just have her to close us out in prayer. I know she know how to pray, so don't don't fake like you don't know how to pray, because I know you know how to pray. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll just let her close us out in prayer. Uh, but yeah, Charity, I'll turn it over to you. This is uh, I I just pray this connection don't break while I'm praying. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we love you. Thank you for this day. We thank you for all that you've blessed us with. Thank you for this time to be able to talk about talking to you, just being connected to your spirit, being connected to your heart, what matters to you, breathing in your will, breathing in your desires, and then speaking them out, Jesus. I pray that you would do that through us, God. No matter what level we may be at in our walk with you and in our prayer life, I pray that comparison won't destroy what you're trying to develop in us and grow in us, God. That our prayer lives might not look like like someone else's, Lord, but I pray that our prayer lives be be pleasing to you in the way, oh God, that you were that you designed us to be as prayer warriors and as intercessors. I pray, oh God, that faith would arise. Let faith arise and that you would comfort all those that that feel like they can't break out into prayer like they need to. I pray, Jesus, that their faith would arise even now, oh God. And I pray, Lord, that in these last days that there will be a great boldness that comes over each and every young person that can hear this prayer right now, that we can all be intercessors, O Lord. You can use anyone, so you can use this generation. O God, we want to be intercessors. We want to be laborers. We want to serve in your field, God. And let it all be prefaced by prayer. Let it all be let it all be prepared for by prayer. Not one revival, not one, not one great Holy Ghost outbreak will happen with to be, O Lord, as intercession is designed to be, Jesus. Let it be done according to your will. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Jesus name, amen. What, a, what a powerful way to end this episode. And it, it was so funny. She's talking about the connection. She actually was alive for most of it. It was like for a half a second. But that's that's what it's like when you your prayer life. That's what your prayer life is. You, you, you break up for a half a second. That can ruin a lot of stuff. But also, your continual connection could be a blessing. I know. I was blessed. If nobody else is blessed by that prayer. So just before I close out, I want to just turn it out to uh, Charity one more time and give her a chance to say anything else she has left to say and give herself a plug for Upper Zoom, any information that she Oh, please. (laughs) Oh, goodness. The the very last remark. (laughs) Um, Just kind of to just tag in with what you said about the breaks. In, in our prayer time. Don't be discouraged by that. I heard, I'm not sure if it was Brother Tenny or one of, it was one of our great, like, just men of God, men of faith that have gone on to be with the Lord already. 
They said something like, I don't think I've prayed longer than 20 or 30 minutes. But he said, I don't think I've even gone 20 or 30 minutes without praying. So be open to however long God needs to use you as an intercessor. Be open to however long that is, five minutes, five hours. Be open to it. Amen. Be open. Be open to it. I'm sorry. Is the connection bad? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if you were still talking or not. But I was. Go ahead. If you oh my goodness. To say. Yeah. Um. Honestly. You not said really. be open to it when it cut off. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. yeah. Be open to however God wants to use you. Don't put any limits. Don't put any limits on Him. Yes, he's not limited by anything. He's not limited by your bandwidth. Man, he's on. not limited by anything. <laughs> he's not limited to anything. And when she was praying, I muted myself. I was like, I rebuke whatever is attacking this. No I devils in the sound system. I literally uh-uh. spent half of my prayer praying for the connection. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not being. I'm not joking though. Like your prayers matter. Oh, they and really she was do. Alive for. 99.9% of the prayer. Oh, so, good. I, <laughs> Listen, there's, I, I know how that feels like when you're like fighting the sound system. We have a daughter work and that's literally our biggest problem is like, oh, can you hear anything? I feel you on the daughter work. Yeah. And so, man, we're so thankful to be able to have Sister Charity on with us and everyone that listened. We're so thankful for you listening and hopefully you were blessed just like us and listening to this episode. And if you want to follow, um, you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We're working on and putting more stuff out there for you. Twitter. Oh, yes, and Twitter, I forgot. Twitter. Oh, yes, before I even say that, recent. Upper Zoom yeah. has an account. This is the same yes, organization that yes. um, Annalise is a part of. What is it? Yes. Is it just Upper Zoom? Or at, what is it? at the Upper Zoom, just to kind of distinguish. At the <laughs> Upper at Zoom. The upper zoom. Join yeah. the Upper Zoom. I, there, I promise you, you will be blessed every time. The Spirit of the Lord, if you didn't yes. have it in, it will enter your room through that phone. It, 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 I'm being serious. It, it is powerful and it is accomplishing yes. the will of God. But I'll turn it back to you. I keep interrupting. Yeah, absolutely. And we just want to thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your week. Let God be with you after you listen to this podcast. Wherever you're at, whatever day you listen to, we come out on Mondays. If you're listening on Monday, let this minister to you throughout the week until the next episode. We thank you guys so much for listening and God bless. God bless. <laughs>